Greetings, aliens. It is me, the one and only Ella Sanchez from my podcast, Nadia Preguntó, because really, nobody asked for this podcast. I'm having a ball, though. I hope you guys are having a great time, if you're actually listening. But anyways, um, let's set the scene right now. It is very windy in California. So windy. And this microphone picks up everything. And if my energy is low, I apologize, because... I just spent a whole week doing like three different tests and then I had to do an assignment. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Just I was very busy and I'm feeling very dead lately. Um, To be honest, I really wish I was an alien. Maybe if I was an alien, I wouldn't be tired all the time. Okay, anyways, um, if you're new, what what the hell? What's wrong with you? You have to watch. You have to listen like you have to. And if you're tuning back in, then welcome back. I thank you. I thank you so much for tuning back in. Welcome back. You are so appreciated. And also, what is it? I have my water with me. I also have a cucumber lemonade. So if you hear me, you know, slurping on that, it is what it is. But um, mind your business, really. But anyways, if everything goes well, actually, I have some news. I have some news. I have some news. And also, I'm talking really loud because the wind is picking up and I, my voice is picking up as well. Um, anyways, I'm trying to make this intro not as long as it should be because usually I try to make it less than a minute. But whatever. Um, I have some news due to um, one popular demand. Um, someone was like, put this on Apple Podcasts. I was like, baby, if he, your wish is my command. So... If everything works out uh, technologically, um, it'll be on Apple Podcasts for those who use Apple Music. So, if everything works out, though, (laughs) if everything works out and is in my favor, and it's also almost 10 p.m., so let's hope I'm not up for hours doing this because I'm having a ball. But anyways, let's, let's, let's move on because... Today's episode is going to be airing on Valentine's Day. Yes, V-Day. The day of love. But there's going to be a lot more to it. You may think, oh, it's just going to be about love and stuff. No, it is, but there's more. So without further ado, let's get into it. Bada bing, bada boom, let's get to it. Woo! Hello, welcome back again. So like i mentioned when this episode airs since my episodes air on sundays um it'll be valentine's day however however whether you're celebrating single taken or it's complicated with friends with family whatever it may be this episode is about to be all about love at the end of the day, but the title of today's episode is Aquí mando yo. And you might be wondering, what does that have to do with anything? Well, babe, let me tell you what it means. It means I run shit here, all right? That means I run shit here. This is my podcast, my mouth, my everything. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty of why Valentine's Day low key is pretty important low-key though because it does like it does physically exhaust me having to put in work for someone god help me but um excuse me so oh my god wait i hope i don't i hope i don't burp guys oh my god no that'd be really gross especially right in the microphone that is pretty gross anyways i think it's gone now (sighs) but anyways whether you're a a she a he a they a gay whatever say it with me now you deserve to be loved in all forms and all shapes and all ways because truthfully that's what it's all about at the end of the day and you're probably wondering like well where'd you get this inspiration aside from valentine's day you're just basically talking about a holiday no i'm not i kind of am but not really actually because i always have inspo for every week because I live a very weird life and I overanalyze every little nitty-gritty detail of my life. I like to be the main character in everything because I am the main character. And you want to know why I am? Because I'm that bitch. That's basically what it is. So, do I have a Valentine this year? Perhaps. Will it probably be my first one ever? Perhaps. Do I got plans? Perhaps I do. A girl never tells. I don't like to label things. Anyways, aside from everything, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, 
I had two major inspirations for this episode, aside from Valentine's Day as a holiday. And my being, if you have not seen the Britney Spears documentary on Hulu from the New York Times, which is literally titled Framing Britney Spears, please go watch it. I know, like, if I was never really crazy about Britney, but honestly, like, I actually was. I'm totally lying. I was. Like, I wasn't, like, part of her 2000s era because I was a literal child when she was very popular. But, like, hearing her other jams, girl, she is an icon. She is the blueprint. She is a moment. And she still is the movement and the moment. So, if you have not seen the documentary, I will be giving spoilers. So, I hate to break it to you, but that's just the way showbiz works. No, I'm kidding. Um... No, but really, um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you watch it and then you can come back to this. But if you have seen it, then spoilers are coming for those who have not seen it. And also, you may be wondering, how does Britney Spears' documentary have anything to do with Valentine's Day? Well, let me tell you. And also, my second inspiration for this topic and this episode is from V-Day itself is ambivalent sexism if you've never heard of it i'm about to i'm about to educate you right now i am taking a gender community and communications course uh, it's like probably my favorite course of the entire semester just so we're clear and like, i think the other two are general education courses and i don't really like them because they're ge's but um it's fine um and i took genders and communications i am a woman studies stan i'm a sociology stan i'm a psychology stan would i ever take it that seriously and go and get my master's on it probably not no shame to those who do it's just not i'm not built like that um but anyways let's get into ambivalent oh god okay i can't pronounce it i was able to and then i couldn't ambivalent sexism and it's actually developed by two professors named Fisk and Glick, I believe. I can't say their last names. You can just Google it. It's it's out there. If you want to Google it, it's A-M-B-I-V-A-L-E-N-T and then sexism. And it comes up with the theory framework and who created it and who developed it, who developed it and everything. So according to these two professors... It has, this sexism has two parts. The first one I actually got from this article I read on The Guardian. So all credits to The Guardian, all credits to the writer of the article. It was actually, the artist of this comic, her name is Emma and she's a French artist, but I don't know who the actual story about this is about. Maybe the same artist, maybe it's Emma, who knows? Maybe it is Emma. But all credits to The Guardian and the person that created this comic because she breaks it down so much easier for me. So the first side of this sexism, ambivalent sexism, is one hostile and well-recognized, which consists of in denying women access to areas deemed important. And then the second side of it is, and the other falsely benevolent, which consist in praising their skills and traditionally feminine and under undervalued task. It was like high fund. Okay. So if you're so confused, like, Gabby, what does this mean? Um, let me tell you. What does this mean, girl? What does this mean? Um, it means that it's just kind of like the concept of like mentioning chivalry and is chivalry dead? Who knows? Who knows if it is? And I literally just did a homework assignment on why chivalry shouldn't be dead, but it should be more inclusive and more expanded and more like inclusive in like the the he's, the she's, the they's, the gays, everything. Um, basically, if we're gonna talk about my assignment, my discussion board post because I kind of snapped. Um, basically, I just said that I was like, honestly, like, because the question was, should chivalry be dead? And I was like, no. It should just be more inclusive, really, and more expanded upon. And I will, I swear, I will bring this back to Valentine's Day in this episode, I promise. Because at the end of the day, love is love. But love has costed so many people trouble just because they want to love someone that they do. I don't know. Don't ask me. It's all of the American in this society. And also, as of today, um, Trump was acquitted. I can't talk today. I'm sorry. But yeah. He was free from all charges. 
really weird. But then again, it goes to show what kind of America this is. So anyways, but you're probably wondering, Gabby, what does this mean? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Let me tell you. So basically the concept of chivalry is just making women feel like courteous and, you know, put on a pedestal, but also it means that like they can't really do anything for themselves, which is very much false as we all know, ladies. Um, I'm just thinking like, huh, I like to do half an outline and half just on my brain, but um, I'm a little, I'm a little short circuited right now, but, and I've been holding it up for the past, like, I don't know, like 10 minutes of this right now. So bear with me, but hmm, truthfully, chivalry shouldn't be dead. It really shouldn't. It should just be more inclusive. And when I say inclusive, I mean like kind of just like hear what people have to say. Like if somebody doesn't want to be the center of attention, then you respect that. If somebody does want to be the center of attention, then you respect that. It's really not that difficult of a process to think of. But in this article I was reading, because I truthfully, when I was reading like the documents my professor told me to read, I wasn't really clicking with it. I was like, why can't I understand it? Like it doesn't make sense to me. But now that I read this comic, God, I love it by the guardian of this French artist who did this comic, Emma, like I mentioned, she breaks it down so much better. I'm like, sis, the way you're carrying is iconic. And so I read it and I was like, she's basically talking about her experience in IT as a woman. And basically she's talking about how like all her male coworkers and superiors and bosses are basically like, oh, no, 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 you're like literally like, oh, it's just so great to have a nice feminine touch to the system. It's such a nice, nice having you here, like to add femininity into like our workspace. Um, and I'm like, I'm reading that. I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Like, she's not like a, like an ornament. Like she's a human being. Like, can you recognize her for her work or not her dresses or femininity? Is that like something that we can't grasp these days? Don't get me wrong because she goes into like, well, they're giving me compliments all the time. Like, but why don't I feel satisfied? And I was like, wait, sis, you might be preaching right now. Because she, I read the full article and I was like, oh my God, I love it. I don't love the concept, but I love how you're expressing this because it makes so much sense, even though it doesn't to most people. And she mentions in one of the comics how like, oh yeah, like I went to my boss and then he gave me my review. And then he's like, yeah, like, you know, everything's great you know you're doing great um you've been really adding a lot of like energy to here you know and then she's like i'm not a plant like and then like she goes to tell her boyfriend in the comic and she's like but i'm not a plant or like no she's like like i don't understand why i don't feel satisfied and then like she then her boyfriend reads the review that her boss gave her and then she's like and then he's like um babe you're not an ornament and i was like <laughs> fuck okay that's that's the that's the one that's the that's the tweet that's the tweet like you're not an ornament you're not like a plant you're not there to decorate you're not there to make the scene better you're there to put in your work and your knowledge and that's what it's all about and most men would be like well i just gave you a compliment like why is it such a bad thing i'm like baby because the compliment was um you look great in that dress but it's never your brain is really hot you know it's just it's 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 tough, you know? And I felt that pain because truthfully, I'm like, I hate when men call me cute. I'm like, I am a grown ass woman. I am 21. I'm about to be 22 this year. I am not cute, bitch. I am sexy. It's like the same, it's like this TikTok I saw of my favorite TikToker, one of my favorite actually, out of like the maybe three that I watch. And basically he's like, are you a boy or a girl? And he's like, no, I'm fucking sexy. And that's all you need to know. You don't need to address me. I don't need to address you. I was like, exactly. Uh, don't ask me what I am. I am here. Like I'm. Am I a boy or a girl? No, I am dead. Like I'm. I'm an alien. Like I don't. I'm not real. I'm just a figment of your imagination. Like I'm not real. As much as I, yeah, I don't like being real. To tell you the truth, I don't. <laughs> and you're like, okay, Gabby, I don't understand. Why does this have to do with Valentine's Day? Well, to be honest, this is also why I'm talking about Britney Spears' documentary because women, man, women. Let's give it up for women women no but i'm serious um in reality we're just kind of like belittled in so many different ways even if it's like unintentional i will admi i will like advise that it's sometimes unintentional and i'm okay with that because like truthfully people don't always mean harm than other people paint them to be and truthfully like chivalry shouldn't be dead of course 
but it's just so interesting to challenge that concept because I always think of the time where I was at LAX true a tragic I know every time I say LAX I'm like pain but I was at LAX just minding my own business one day I just got I hopped off the plane at LAX truly and with my dream of my cardigan I don't wear cardigans but my dream was somewhere there in my my jeans or like my leggings with no pockets obviously because leggings don't make pockets unless you want to pay extra regardless I hopped off the plane at LAX with my dream in my leggings and I was just minding my own business at my luggage carousel you know just waiting for my luggage to you know grab and collect and skedaddle out of the tragedy that is LAX airport and I'm waiting I'm just minding my business and I also mentioned this in my discussion board assignment <laughs> and I see my luggage. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, let's go. And then I wait until it comes near me. I start to approach my luggage. I'm setting the scene, guys. There's a Starbucks right across from me. There's like three other carousels like down to my left. Like it's just vibes. Like I finally landed safely and my luggage actually arrived safely from LAX. Wow, what a concept. Who would have known? But I go and grab my luggage and I just pull it out with ease, you know, just me being the macho girl that I am. And then I see like three different men. They're like, oh my God. They're like, they just like, they, their eyes bolt. They're like, oh my God, she needs help. I'm like, no, 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 baby. I can handle myself. Thank you. And then one of them was like, oh my God, you're so strong. I'm like, yeah, I work out every day and uh, I dance as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty strong. Like <laughs> You can say that to my legs, honey. <laughs> I've been toning these legs since I was 14. So work with me here. So, and I just think, you know, it's every time I go to the gym too, like, or when I used to go to the gym at my local YMCA, God, thank God I don't go there anymore. I have too much, too much trauma from that. But, um, every time I go or I went to my local YMCA and I would like do my stretches there because I need to stretch every single day or I lose that flexibility. If I don't stretch for like one day, I could really lose my flexibility. So, um, I don't stretch as much as I used to. No, I stretch as much as I I do now. But back then I didn't. I would go to the gym like every every other day. So it'd be like one day I would go, the next day I would, the other day I wouldn't. And then I just kind of just started picking up like, oh, I kind of need to stretch more. And then my body was like, girl, you need to stretch more. And I was like, you're right, girl, I'll, I'll listen. And so during my YMCA time, <laughs> during my YMCA era, if you will, I would literally just do the splits because there was no other room I could use for me to practice that. And every time I went into that room, there would be a bunch of men, like all the time. They're like, wow, you're so flexible. I'm like, yeah. And I also have another trauma that I would not, I, w I won't say on this podcast episode because it has nothing to do with it. Um, I'll save that for my therapist when I finally get one. Oh, it's my future therapist in for a treat. Huh. But anyways, just a lot of shit happened at YMCA. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about chivalry right now. But yeah, that's like something I remember from my LAX trauma. My LAX whatever that was. But I was like, excuse me. I know you mean well to, you know, get my luggage and everything. But I do not need some strong macho man to help me. Thank you. And yes, I know I'm very strong, okay? I have a strong mind. I have a strong, you know, physical body. You want to see my legs? I was wearing leggings at that moment. Do you want to see these thighs, bro? I'll kill you with them. Not in a hot and, like, steamy way. Like, I, I will kill you with them. Like, they're that big. I can kill you. Well, mm, they could be bigger. And I plan to get them to be bigger. But, I'm, I mean, I'm vibing. I'm happy with how they look, you know? It's all about self-acceptance. I'm sorry. It's late. Bear with me. Bear with me. And when I read that in my class, ambivalent and just chivalry in general, I was like, listen, you're on to something. I would have been like, no, chivalry is fine. And I'm just like, no, like if I was put in that situation, like I mentioned with that French artist Emma, where she made the comic about like workplace and IT, whatever. Basically, I'd be like, no, like, don't treat me like a little flower, bro. Like, I'm, I'm here to do the typing. If I'm in IT, bro, we'd be coding, aren't we? Like, I, I, like, do we have a blueprint? Like, I'm gonna make this blueprint right now. And you're about to read it. And you're about to enjoy it. I am sorry. It is very late. But, you see, and you're probably wondering, again, why does this have to do with Valentine's Day? Well, we need to celebrate as women valentine's day more we need to take it seriously if we're single 
were doing single festivities, all right? And there is a panoramic right now. If there was no panoramic, I can assure you there'd be a million women out there at the bar getting so lit with their girls, and each of those girls would probably go home with a different man each time, or each one of them. And that's okay. You want to know why that's okay? Because it is their choice. It is their choice, all right? At the end of the day, it's all about what you want to do, baby. It's all about what you want to do. It's all about what you want to have fun with, you know? I have not been in a club because by the time I turned 21, um, I couldn't go to one. I, um, Miss Rona said, no, 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 you're, you're not going to this club thing. Not with me out there. And I was like, okay, fine, sis. I'll wait, I'll wait. I'm gonna redo my 21st birthday though. I'm gonna redo that. And I'm gonna go to the bar. And I'm gonna go to a club. Actually, if I'm being honest, several clubs, in fact. My fuck around and go club hopping. Who knows? Or bar hopping, you know? What's the shame? And I say this because chivalry has been instilled since like the ancient knight in shining armor era. And we have come such a long way since then. And I feel like I feel like we need to say this because yes, we have come a long way, but there's still work to be done for women in particular and just like overall all genders and all like sexes or whatever the entire lgbtq plus community needs to be further listened to but right now chivalry in general i feel like it's just like yeah i want men to hold the door open for me but also like i can open the door myself you know it's just like it's just like i've been so used to doing things on my own all the times like to the point where like if a man does it for me i'm like offended i'm like why would you do that i know you mean well but why did you do that do you think i can't do it what's wrong with me you know kind of that deal and i don't know it just i'm not against chivalry no definitely not and i wrote in my discussion board assignment huh? or should i say it like megan the stallion would say eh. but um I like it's just a matter of what the person wants at the end of the day there are some women that really don't want to be courted and you know swept off their feet and that's fair you know everyone has their preference I'm sorry oh my goodness I am very tired but anyways I am having a blast though contrary to my three yawns so far I actually am having a great time I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't like it so that's just kind of my take on chivalry right now but i did ask some of my some of my instagram story followers that nobody ever responds to it's fine um about you know what's their love language like what like what's their love language and why like just kind of what makes you feel the most loved truly me if I'm gonna be honest, my favorite way of being loved, which I've never felt ever in my entire life, I've only been in love with one man and it ended terribly, so yuck. But um, you know what I've also, you know what, actually we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it right now. <laughs> Not my love life, obviously, but we're gonna talk about vulnerability. We really are. Because I was crying to this man on FaceTime one time, crying, like full emotional breakdown. And usually I don't like to cry in front of men because they just, one, don't know what to do. And two, they just make you feel kind of bad about it sometimes. They're just like, oh shit, she's crying, bro. Like, what, what do I do? Like, stop crying, I guess. They're there, you know? And I started crying. And this man was like, it's literally fine. And I'm like crying because he said it's fine. I'm like crying even more because he's saying it's fine. I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Like, I'm not sure. He's like, it's literally fine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Bro, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just like stop crying? But I will say though, at 21, um, I have been pretty minimally vulnerable, but like to the point where like I have been vulnerable in the sense when the time is right. Because some days I just wake up and I'm like, I also choose violence sometimes when I wake up. But sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, it's time. Uh, it just been, it's usually like something that's been on my mind for a very long time. And I can't decide what to do what's on my mind with what's on my mind. And if it involves me being vulnerable, I go back and forth for a really long time. I mean, I told this one guy I liked him and he was like really nice about it. He was like, honestly, like I, I'm like I'm very flattered, but like I'm not interested. I'm like, no, nah, it's cool, bro, it's fine. Because I just wanted to get that emotion out there. I just wanted to get it out of my life so I just wouldn't have to think about it anymore. Because it was consuming me. And I was just like, what do I do when something consumes me? I say it. Yes. Contrary to most beliefs. 
you can say how you feel these days. You can be vulnerable. You can and you're allowed to be. Please allow that for yourself. Being vulnerable, very dangerous, very, very risque, very, very nerve-wracking, but totally worth it if the person is nice about it or if the situation is nice to you in your favor. There are some people that are really mean when you're vulnerable. There are some people that really don't give a fuck how you feel. They're like, oh, she's crying. Oh, like, you know, but luckily for me and knock on wood, knock on wood that remains the same for me. Being vulnerable is very difficult. And I commend myself. I give myself a little pat on the back for the moments I have been vulnerable with people that I actually really care about and feel a need to be vulnerable because like some days I just wake up and I'm like, fuck, I need to do that. Because there are some moments in my life where I just wake up and I'm like, girl, another day of you thinking about the same shit and you haven't done anything about it. Trust me, I've been there. We've done that, and I truly don't want to go back, but we sometimes have to. Sometimes we have to. If you don't follow We're Not Really Strangers on Instagram, then what are you doing? You should really stand. You should really go and follow them. They're great. And I love their whole brand. And I just think that vulnerability is so crucial. And it's just very, like, belittled in the society. It's like, oh you want to be vulnerable wow que manera mira este it's that kind of vibe it's like oh you want to be vulnerable got it i'm gonna go because it's true i mean honestly if somebody's vulnerable with me i'd be like bro it's okay like i know how hard this is i know how hard this is we'll work with it but 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 vulnerability something is should not be feared really should not be feared just do it if you like someone please say so honestly it saves you so much time and energy and so much wondering if you don't say anything trust me i have told my crush i liked him a long time ago well it feels like a long time ago it really it wasn't but a long time ago and you know what i lived crazy i lived is it's that insane and if somebody's mean to you if like they say hey i really like you and they're like fuck you then honestly you can really just go in the clear in the open mind of the of the world and be like you know you know what fuck them that's how it should be love yourself basically but anyways i think we do want the whole tangent but then again i'm going to because i will say though I will say that in more in more recent years, I feel like 2020 and then now 2021, I'm feeling very outspoken more than usual because I've always been pretty outspoken. Ever since I got into college, I was like, no, fuck all of you. I'm going to just speak my mind because apparently if a woman speaks her mind, it's like some scary shit. I don't know, some voodoo shit or something. And I just... I really, really want the society to be more vulnerable when the timing is necessary, you know? Me, I mean, personally, I've always had this thing where, like, I wake up and I sometimes feel like it, it's time for me to do that thing that I've been avoiding or say that thing I've been trying not to say because, honestly, maybe it is just me. Maybe it just really is because I've never met anybody else that does that. But me, really, like, i rather just have things out in the open and, like, out there for people to, like, kind of just, like, interpret and, like, you know, kind of just, like process you know and i feel like being vulnerable is very difficult i mean being vulnerable with yourself even oh my god don't get me started on that because like sometimes you hit the reality and the harsh realities of your life and you're like oh fuck this guy does not like me or this person does not like me what am i gonna do do i go tweet about it and cry about it and listen to like a thousand songs that may remind me of them yes you do that of course but it's also allowing yourself to crazy allowing yourself to feel that way crazy because truthfully being vulnerable is not something to be scared about honestly like i've learned like a pretty nice way it's not that scary and it shouldn't be that scary and it hurts in the moment if it's like not something you want to hear but you live and you learn man you really do and 
there are just some people that kind of suck and you're going to meet shitty people your whole life. You're going to meet childish people your whole life. And that is okay because you don't have to engage with them. That's what they want. And you are going to be the bigger person and you're going to be like, oh, no, I love myself more than anything else to uh, put that before me. Because let's be real, guys. Let's be real. Or aliens, if I will. Let's be very truthful here. If it costs you your peace, leave it. Drop it. Forget it. I have had several men and people, not just men, men and people in general, just like frustrate the fuck out of me. I'm like, I literally, you were causing me too much stress. Like you need to like stop being problematic. Me, the Gemini telling somebody else to not be problematic. Now that's a twist. That's a twist. Because just like mind your business. Like why are you, like I'm just minding my business clearly. And you're over here like, hey, yo, what's good, shoddy? What's good with you? And I'm like, no, it's not good with me. Please leave. Don't disturb me. I'm busy. And like, and by busy, I mean like I want to have like movie nights with myself. Like I want to like be left alone for hours. Like I fantasize. I truly fantasize about living in my own apartment one day and like looking out into like the nice sunset. And I'm like, wow. And I am okay with looking at it by myself. I am okay with just grabbing a nice chair, sitting on my future balcony of my luxury apartment one day, and just staring into the void. And be like, with a blunt, obviously, duh. But like in general, with a little um, <laughs> rose. I fantasize about that lifestyle because I deserve it. I love myself enough to give myself that. Because like whatever you want from me, I'm gonna get it. And if it means sitting in front of a nice sunset with the water. I'm thinking of Miami, basically. <laughs> basically. Oh, and that was my lemonade. Hold on. Had to take a little sip of my lemonade. But, um, yeah. Truthfully, prioritize, prioritize yourself. Love yourself and be vulnerable with yourself because when you start doing that, the whole game changes. I used to judge women that were like putting selfies every damn day on the gram. And now I am one of those women that puts a selfie of myself every damn day on the gram. Well, not every day, but when I'm feeling myself, really, my entire Instagram is just me. And honestly, I don't have any remorse for it because I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. You can't. And... If you have to see what I look like every few weeks, you're gonna get that. I don't really care. I don't care. <laughs> I look great in that one picture I decided to share with the world, and you know what, what you're gonna do? You're gonna like and comment and say how pretty I am, as I would do for any other person. Just a thought. Because it's all about me, myself, and I. In my own life, in my own point of view, I am the main character. I am. I deserve to be the main character, because I am. And that's what you should be applying to your everyday life, ladies and gentlemen, and every other person that is a she, he, and they in in this podcast today. Because aquí mando yo. And that's just facts. I don't take shit from nobody. To this day, I don't plan on it. To this damn day, it's not going to change. <sighs> I'm out of breath, low-key. But at the same time, I did eat a lot before this. I had like a whole giant salad with fish and arroz and mashed potatoes. Okay, now I'm fantasizing. Okay, but my point is I'm out of breath, but that's the first half of this episode. I don't really know how long this episode is going to be, but it's going to be something. And I'm going to have a ball with it because I am having a ball. But we talked about vulnerability and we talked about ambivalent sexism we've talked about it we've already covered it let's move on to miss britney spears's documentary now if you have not seen this like i mentioned just pause now and just go watch it it's like an hour ish and it's very recent it's like this year like it came out this year and it was filmed like most likely like 2020 like end of last year like that that kind of time stamp and time era and like how apart and modern it is but i i actually at first thought britney spears was a part of this documentary before i saw it i was like oh britney spears docu i feel like i wonder what she decided to put in it but no 
it's strictly just the new york times it's strictly just like lawyers and like people that were in britney's life during her whole career kind of deal and i'm gonna talk about that because it has like it really made me realize how women were overly sexualized and then the second they were sexualized like no women have been overly sexualized like hypersexualized and not just britney spears like i'm talking women in general when they're kids adults want to talk about like who they're dating at like what age three i'm like please sir please <laughs> i just came out the womb maybe like 12 years ago three years ago and you're already talking about like who i want to date in my life god forbid seek help but um in general britney spears unfortunately had to deal with all the backlash of the world watching her every move and i know that it's not just britney spears like literally every celebrity and every no every female celebrity during her like 99 2000s era like we're just being criticized beyond belief and i'm also gonna talk about miley cyrus because whether you like her or not we need to talk about her and i just remember britney spears because and actually miley cyrus because they both remind me so much of each other deeply in different ways, if that makes sense. So, let's talk about Britney, Miss Britney Spears. I grew up with Jamie Lynn Spears, with Zoe 101. I knew of Britney Spears, obviously, but I didn't make the correlation for a really long time that Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears are the same, like they're siblings. I didn't know that for a very long time. I don't know why it never clicked for me since they have the same last name, but regardless, two very talented, very talented women. Miss Jamie Lynn, she has Zoe 101, and Miss Britney Spears, she had her entire singing career. So, basically, if you don't know anything about Britney Spears, because I truly didn't know anything about her, like, actual background of her life before she was Britney Spears, Britney Spears, but she grew up in, actually, what, where does she grow up? <laughs> I was just gonna talk about, like, the whole, like, background of, like, her music part and, like, the sexism part, but let's actually look up where she's from again, because I don't remember, I don't remember. I was just gonna talk about one thing. She is from where's MS? Mississippi. Mississippi. She's from Mississippi. I have not met anyone from Mississippi. I don't think I ever will, but that's fine. So Mississippi, a very small town, you know, cliche small town. She has like the like the country accent or the southern accent. And all of her friends that came from that town had the same accent too. It was just like, you could hear it throughout the whole documentary. It's really cool. And I remember just having like this one video of her where she's super young. She's like about maybe, she looks about, she's like 10 really, like 10 to 12, maybe a little younger. And she's like singing, like I couldn't, I've seen the video before, before the documentary. And I'm still impressed. Like every time I see it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this woman had talent and she still does. She was just made for like the spotlight. She was made to have talent. She was made to be in the public eye. She was made for like this. Like this was like her calling. Like if she didn't answer the call, girl, who knows what would have happened. But she was singing on stage at her young age, like like the timestamp I told you. This is a video from like 19 something, 1992, I believe. I think it was 92. I want to say it was 92 or 97. I can't remember how old she was in this. How old was she? Oh my goodness. I'm having a, I'm having a blank. I'm having a stare. Yes, she was about, I think this is 92. I think the video of her singing like the really amazing vocals and everything was 92. And basically in this time, it cuts to her and this like mixtape because they edited it where they only got pe bits and pieces of like her performances and like just key parts and key components for the documentary to just like skip to the part where it needs to be talked about and how the like the snippet plays a part in what they're saying in the point of view and they talk about they go to the time where she just came off stage she's like in her nice dress or whatever she's like a child she's a child britney spears a child okay Please put that in your head. And then this old man, like borderline about to die man, is like hovering over her with the microphone because he's the host of this show. And then he's like, what do you think about boys, Brittany? 
like do you have a boyfriend and then he puts the microphone to her and was like no and then he's like why and then she's like because boys are mean and then he's like well i'm a boy and i'm not mean and then she's like really awkward about it because like she's a kid oh my god like what is the deal with adult men doing that to like little kids what was the point of that i've seen that happen so many times like even like family members of mine when i was a kid they would be like oh i know you're breaking all the boys hearts i'm like oh my god shut up like i'm not like i don't even know what a boy is like i'm a child like i know that they exist i know that they kind of like are on this planet with me i don't know i don't know anything about them and i really don't have interest and now that i know who they are i really don't have interest in them (laughs) but why i say this why i say this it's just that like one of the people in britney's life was in that documentary and they're like well they wouldn't have asked a guy this and i'm like that's true they wouldn't have at such a young age maybe like when he's like 15 or like 14 he would have been like oh like an, a host like a, a male host at the same age that was asking britney the same question would have been like oh i know you're breaking all the girls hearts aren't you you know just like cliche like tv host stuff and i don't know why that's so normalized like stop like being a little weirdo like don't don't be it's just like gross behavior like i know that's probably what they were asked to say but can you just talk about like wow like who are you here with tonight like why do you need to know who like why you need to know all up in my pussy boy you have not seen that vine that's really tragic but anyways then fast forward in this documentary to like britney's um just like when she's like having her awakening as a woman she really is like she's just like wearing less clothing which is fine which is so like it should be normal but like during the 1999 era 2000s like early 2000s that wasn't so normalized like it wasn't as normalized as people think it is or was and it's just really sad because when i was seeing this i was like you know she reminds me so much of miley cyrus and i'll get into that in a minute but it just blows my mind it blows my mind because she took the fall for the entire world calling her a little slut calling her like a bitch calling her this and that names like people she didn't even know people she had no probably not not like she did not give a fuck about these people and they were saying opinions as if she cared you know but it gets to her like literally the entire documentary is about her going crazier and crazier every year or every few years and it's so sad it really is like free britney honestly please but she was fully blamed it gets it gets to the part where she they're talking about her um relationship with justin timberlake and they were like pretty much the it couple they were like doing great and then one day they break up and then apparently god forbid jt didn't um do anything wrong god forbid you know god forbid and also i think one of the clips in the documentary was when she's like super young and like she's at a press like panel or conference and like she's like in her ear like somebody's talking to her in her ear and then she's like am i a virgin like yeah like i i am like i'm just like baby you do not have to answer that that is totally your business that's totally your business like nobody needs to know about that people need to mind their business about her business so she was shamed and fully blamed for her breakup with justin timberlake and on an an, like a radio show with jt during that time or i think a little bit after the breakup like the guys on the show like the hosts they were like nah dude did you smash did you hit and then he's like nah i can't say that and then he goes to like say that they did and i'm like oh my god such classic gross male behavior and i'm just like i honestly i really wish i was there to just like bitch slap you to the point where you're in tears because baby that is tragic and that is disgusting behavior and so it cuts to another interview with her talking about you know miss britney and then the host she's also a woman crazy and she's like you know you really hurt justin's heart you know like he's such a little sad boy like what did you do to him like what like what happened to like what did you do to him and miss britney spears she's like taken aback she's like 
of course they're gonna bring this up she's like she's like not even upset she's like trying to control herself you can just see how bad this woman wants to cry on camera you just want to see how bad she does and then eventually she like ends up crying because it's just not fair you know she's like not even crying because like you know this woman made her cry for starters but it's also just like it's just like can you guys let this go like can you guys let this breakup go apparently because honestly i think the only people that are still hanging on are just people interviewing her not really miss britney spears i think she's pretty much done like she's had her time she's over it you live and you learn you move on but no people decided to keep bringing it back to her throwing it in her face and they just like they kept blaming her but they never asked her how is she you know they never were like, hey, Brittany, how are you on this? How do you feel about this? And it went as so far as to like, even like, I think a governor or a mayor's wife or something, either a governor or a mayor of some random hick like state. I don't know. I think it was like Virginia or something. I don't know. But it was a cliche woman hating a woman for no fucking reason and she's like oh no if i had the opportunity to kill britney spears i would not my words okay <sighs> please somebody take that out of context it was a mayor or governor's wife of some of a some state and basically she's like no i'd kill britney spears if i could and i'm like are you serious you're about to like send her death threats you're a grown woman oh my god and as you can probably tell it just gets worse from there and also brought me to this attention that I really want to talk about now. Mental health. Mental health was never talked about during that era. Miss Brittany, like in general, it never was. Like 2000s, like 1999, like the year I was born. Like it just never, it was never a thing. It was never a thing. Like it is now. Like mental health is pretty, it's pretty much a recent term like actually talking about it is a recent like discovery it's a recent topic of top like of interest to talk about it really is it's very recent because in like my time when i was like maybe in 2010 2011 no 2010 whoa sorry 2010 up until i would say maybe 2016 2017 a long time it was not really talked about like that in depth mental health as much as it as much as people may have seemed it was but i was also very young but i didn't hear about mental health even like in 2011 2012 i never did let alone in like britney spears's era let alone that time and this is where it brings me to my topic of just women in general god forbid women want to be sexy god forbid women just want to be happy with themselves that's why i'm bringing this up on the valentine's day episode because honestly miss britney spears she got shit done she has a successful career to this damn day she still does i got god forbid like i really want her to be free from this conservative conservative ship but or just in general oh my god just free britney fuck okay but my point is that i bring this up for like the valentine's day special because women can't do this women can't do that then what can we fucking do what can we do that's why i'm saying aquí mando yo because i need people to know i need people to know what's up because i like to get shit done me personally i like to have things done my own way or the highway unfortunately is a top that's a toxic trait i'm trying to work on but um i'm a firm believer of my way or the highway because Honestly, I do things very independently. I don't need somebody to do shit for me. I like doing things on my own because I would rather do it myself knowing it comes out well than trust it in somebody else's hands knowing it might come out not the way I imagined it. So that's why I bring, I bring up Miss Britney Spears because she liked to get shit done. She got shit done. She has a successful career out of it. <laughs> like, Of course, probably wasn't easy for her because they were like, oh, we have to listen to a woman. Yeah, that's not up for me. That's not up. That's not my forte. Well, it should be. And that's why she's so successful at the way she is at, you know, with the money she has now, because she took no for an answer. She didn't take no for an answer. And she pushed very hard for it. And I bring this up because also the whole part of like people slut shaming her and like calling her names. I'm like, I can't even imagine like the amount of like annoyance that she had to deal with at such a young age just from people she didn't even know especially women like women hating other women is like the ugliest thing on this planet i'm just like girl you're not about to hate a woman right now are you like that's just like really trash behavior and i also bring this up because 
women were, uh, girl, women were not allowed to masturbate. Let's just, let's just get that in there now. Women masturbating? Oh, wow. In that time, especially during my time where it was like maybe the 2010s, I think it took until maybe 2018 for people to start thinking about masturbation in a serious way. No, women masturbation in a serious way. And people were like, whoa, that's so like graphic. That's so savage of a woman. I'm like, no, 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 baby. It's about um, exploring my options. When I'm bored, hello. Uh, <laughs> and I also recommend, since we're talking about masturbation, ladies, um, if, you don't, if you don't have a vibrator, why? I want to know why. I want to know. I really do. Because you deserve that. You deserve to own a high quality vibrator because honestly, men can't get the job done sometimes. And hey, you know what? Let's start hating on that. Why can't they? Why can't they? That's what I would like to know. Anyways, not a sex podcast yet. <laughs> not a sex episode yet. But in the future, you know, in the future. But I'm just saying, if you don't have a mess, if you don't have a um, vibrator or any kind of sex toy, ladies, why? What's what's the deal? Because I got my vibrator. <laughs> Please sponsor me. But um, shop Nox, shop nox. dot com. You are welcome. Thank me later when the orgasm hits, and then you can hit me up, and you can be like, "Girl, you did that." I'm like, "Girl, I know." Um, I have the Lelo, Lelo, L-E-L-O vibrator. Fantastic one. So many settings. Waterproof. Rechargeable. No batteries. Rechargeable. Thank me later, ladies, if you don't have one. Boom. First sex toy ever. That was my first one. And I'm not afraid to say that because I want to normalize masturbation for women. Because honestly, God forbid I want to have my tits out. And then somebody's like, oh, girl. No, God forbid I want to have my tits out back in Britney Spears' era. God forbid I want to do that. God forbid. Or I want to have my entire half of my body out. What's the problem? Mind your business. That's like alarming if you can't. But that's why I bring this up. I bring all of this up for Valentine's Day because, ah, man, women have been put through so much already. Like, why do you need to make this more complicated? Like, just be nice to women and don't expect anything in return. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Be nice to women and she does not owe you anything. Just like how men can, how women can be nice to men they don't owe me anything. Like, I'll be nice to a man. I'll be like, hey, you know what? I'll hold the door open for you this time. He doesn't owe me anything. And I think he would be nice. But like, at the end of the day, am I going to cry about it? Not really. I'm not going to stay up waking up, you know, in the middle of the night, like dawning. I'm like, oh my God, he didn't say thank you. Like, it's really not that serious. Just be a nice human being. It costs nothing to do that. But also, it shouldn't cost you, like, it, honestly, if you're being nice to a woman or being nice in general for some dick or for some pussy, then yeah, you have problems. Like, you really need help. You do. Like, I will never be nice to a man and be like, give me your dick now, you know? It's all about just, like, balance. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and honestly, it's all about listening to what, like, the person wants, your partner wants or something, you know? <laughs> Everybody, everybody has their own love language. I mean, my love language, um, words of affirmation and honestly, quality time. And then one of my other friends, she was like, words of affirmation and good dick. I'm like, felt that. And then one of my other friends, she was like, honestly, quality time and words of affirmation too. And like knowing that they like me, I'm like, period, same. All of these are same. <laughs> All of these are same. But truthfully, my love language in reality, reality is like independency. Like, if I ask you to leave me alone, please respect that. If you can't respect that, we can't even, like, talk ever. Because I need to be alone at least, like, 100% of the day. <laughs> like, if I'm not, then, like, I go crazy. Go crazy. Ah, go stupid. Ah. But no. It is almost an hour long. And I want to end this episode kind of just bringing it back to Britney Spears and Miley Cyrus. And why... This is my personal observation that I realized, like, kind of last night when I was watching the documentary... Um, with Britney Spears and it's so it's so true and how similar they are because Britney Spears was like the time era for like the 90s the early 2000s before the 2010s but then we get into 2010s and it's like Disney Channel stars making history and it, even if you don't like Miley Cyrus, I get it. You don't have to like her. But you at least have to give her the respect that she was one of the most famous teenagers of her time. And I say that because this woman had Hannah Montana going. This woman had her alter ego, actually, like Hannah Montana and herself, Miley Cyrus. She had a TV show. She had merchandise, literally sold 
everywhere like i bought every merchandise i could find i bought all of her albums i bought all of i went to every show she was with the jonas brothers she toured with them she had her own tour like this woman was doing so much and then apparently when she wants to smoke weed at 16 with her friends it's a crime you know it's like that's where i'm saying and then when miss britney spears went crazy People were like, oh, she's mentally ill. Like, she's not doing great, guys. Don't don't be with her. And I'm like, no, because she was driven to that by the people talking shit about her all the time on the internet. Like, don't dehumanize celebrities because you don't understand them. And don't get me wrong, I've been I've been a dehumanizing person to like celebrities because I really didn't when I was younger, I didn't understand that. And then now that I do, I'm like, I thank Miley Cyrus, I really do. She put up with so much shit to give her fans what they had and what they got she had a tv show she, she had a movie okay she had hannah montana the movie she had when hannah montana was over she had her meet miley cyrus cd she had so many bops on that cd she had and she was making cameos on other tv shows she was making cameos on other like songs like if you do not know the big bang like the song by rock mafia i think that's their band name she guest starred on one of their like music videos she looked like she was about 17 18 16 and i'm like oh my god like this woman never stopped being in the limelight ever and then you know when she decides to take her clothes off and then you know go on a strip pole it's like god forbid why would you do that miss miley cyrus oh my god why is that a crime it's not a crime it's not she's just finding her sexuality and expressing her sexuality as one should as one woman should and then fast forward to you know her entire career she she never stopped making music let's be honest miss miley cyrus she took her breaks you know she took her breaks she was on drugs a lot but do i judge her for it no was britney spears on drugs at some point sure sure she was drug abuse or whatever and so what so what what's the problem with that like <laughs> truthfully what is the problem with that and then the reason why Miss Britney Spears shaved her head was because people kept touching her. And she literally said, I want people to stop touching me. Truly, can you imagine being an artist on stage and you're singing, you're singing your heart out, you're the happiest, you're loving your life, and then boom, somebody touches you every three seconds? That's like an invasion of like person, like personal space, you know? Same with Miley, you know? She had her buzz cut moment, you know? She got her, she chopped her hair off, you know, it's fine. And then she has her mullet now. It's just like, they're so similar. They're so similar. And I'm like obsessed with their similarities. And, you know, I'm going to wrap this up because it is Valentine's Day when this airs. And I do want to say, be vulnerable with yourself. And if you're listening to this on V-Day, you should. I hope that you had a great time. I hope you learned something new. But I hope that you buy yourself donuts. I hope you buy yourself, even if you are like in a relationship. You know what? You don't think I'm gonna go tomorrow to Dunkin' Donuts and get myself a big giant box for my family and I of just heart-shaped donuts because I think that's like the cutest thing with a nice coffee. That sounds so cute. That sounds so fun. That sounds like a really fun time. <laughs> even if I was to, girl, even if I was off the market, I would love to get myself a nice donut or a nice couple of donuts, some iced coffee. If I didn't get my nails taken off and ripped off of my hands today, I would have gotten a manicure. But, you know, we, we, we wait, we prosper. In a month, I will have new nails and I will be very thrilled. But my point is, get yourself something nice, even if you're in a relationship. Get your partner something nice. Even if you're in a relationship, men, if you're actually listening to this, get yourself a present even if you're dating someone get yourself and your girl or your partner a present because at the end of the day yes you may be in a partnership or you may be in a relationship but at the end of the day you gotta get yourself something too what's the problem with that and honestly my love language is just fries too like i want to get donut i want to eat donuts tomorrow i want to eat i want to eat fries tomorrow i want to eat all the food that makes me the happiest because i love myself and I will drink a lot of tea so I can go to the bathroom after that. But my point, my point is that love yourself. Do whatever the hell you fucking want, ladies. Please have a nice masturbation session tomorrow because you deserve it. You do. 
get your vibrator, charge her up, wear some lingerie, wear some cute underwear that matches your entire thing, like wear some cute lace if you want, whatever the fuck you want to do and do it. Embrace that shit because you deserve that. Even if you're single or if you're going with friends, maybe making a lingerie party, you know, just spice things up. I've I've actually always wanted a lingerie party with some girls, but it's fine, you know, one day, one day. But my point is Valentine's Day is supposed to be fun, partner or not. And if you don't want to celebrate it, then be lame, fine. But if you do want to celebrate it as you should, buy yourself your favorite candy, go do whatever the hell you want. And even if you're working tomorrow or going to school on campus or something, when you come back home, you shower and you grab that vibrator and you have a fun time because you deserve it and more and with that being said i said everything i had to say and that's all i'm gonna say so i hope you enjoyed i hope that everybody has a great valentine's day and if you don't have a valentine sucks for you but no i'm kidding if you don't have a valentine's that's okay you live and you learn but if you don't i mean if you do then have some good sex do like unlock a new level or something like, maybe tweet about it and be like, guys, I just had sex, new level. Like, just tell the world. You deserve that. And don't get pregnant. Unless you are planning on pregnancy. But if you are, um, if you are not planning a pregnancy, ladies, remember, if you're in ovulation, don't do it. Don't do it. Even if you're on birth control, just don't do it. With, withhold yourself. Wait a week, and then you can just get wild with it and then have all the sex you want. But I'm just saying, ovulation, no goation. No, no go, no go. But that concludes my V-Day episode of Aquí Mando Yo, because that's the truth. And I will see you all later. Bye!